0: Welcome to the HBK High Performance Podcast with Michael B. Ross, a podcast designed to help leaders develop the character, skills, and passion needed to lead fulfilled and impactful lives. Here's Michael. Well, good day to you, ladies and gentlemen. This is Michael B. Ross, and I would like to welcome you to the HBK High Performance Podcast. I hope that the sun is shining and the birds are chirping in your life, and I hope all your dreams are coming true. Before we get started today, as I always like to mention, if you hear one good thought, one good phrase, one good quote, or one good idea from this podcast today, I would like to ask you to put that thought, phrase, idea, or quote and do absolute immediate action. It is the application of our education that makes the biggest difference in our world. I don't want you or anyone I know to be one of those people who look back on their life with regret as the statistics show 85% of people look back on their life with significant regret and the number one regret of the dying is they did not live a life true to who they knew they should be they instead lived their life based on the expectations of others so I don't want that for you I want you to take absolute immediate action so you don't look back saying I wish I would have should have or I could have So today we're going to be talking about time versus money. This is a dilemma that all of us face, is should we go after making more money or should we cherish each and every moment of time that we have? Before we get into that, however, I would love to take a moment to tell you about some upcoming things that we have at HBK High Performance. We are starting on April 11th in Calcutta, Ohio, at the Madison Plaza Event Center, which is the headquarters of HBK High Performance. We are going to be hosting a breakfast, and we're going to be covering the five ways to create and maintain accountability. And that same day, we will be traveling up to Canfield, Ohio, at Scarchetti's. At noon, we will be hosting a high-performance lunch, where we'll be covering the same topic, the five ways to create and maintain accountability. Love to have you there. Please go to hbkln.com and register your spot. I believe the lunch is $25, and you can bring anyone you want, but be sure to register ahead of time, or you may miss your spot at the lunch, because or breakfast because the seating is limited. So, look forward to having you there, and we'll see you on April 11th at Madison Event Center in Calcutta or at Scarshetti's in Canfield for the HBK High Performance Breakfast and HBK High Performance Lunch. So, in 2015, there was a friend of mine named Shane who had fallen asleep at the wheel. He had some bad headaches and he falls, fell asleep while he was driving and he drew, drove off the road and he got into an accident and he was rushed to the hospital and he was okay. There wasn't enough injury, you know, to keep him in the hospital, but they wanted to do some brain scans to find out why he fell asleep at the wheel and why he w- was getting headaches, chronic headaches. And what they discovered was a brain tumor and They gave him about three months to live once they found that brain tumor. Now, all friends and family got together, you know, and came together with prayers and positive thoughts and ideas that he could get healed. And he had surgeries on his brain to try to rectify the situation, but they couldn't remove the tumor. And so three months after they diagnosed him, he did pass away. But during those last three months of his life, Shane lived with, a vivaciousness that you rarely see. He took his daughters to Disney World. Every day he was playing games and having fun and enjoying himself, and he wasn't at all depressed or downtrodden the fact that he was going to die. He simply lived each day as if it were his last, knowing that his time was coming to an end. And during that time, it really convicted me to where I I was looking at Shane's life and I was looking at how he lived and I, I wondered, if I only had three months to live, if I only had a short period of time left, how would I live? Would I live like that? And then, with the time that I do have right now, how am I living? Am I living as if each day were my last? And I know that's kind of a hyperbolic statement. Nobody knows how much time we have left, but do we live as if It's going to be over soon. Do we live with that vivaciousness that we come into a room and we look at the best of every situation knowing that this may be the last time I'm in a situation like this? Or do we interact with people as if that relationship with that person is the most important thing in the world? Because that was another thing I noticed about Shane at the end of his life. The most important thing was the relationships when he interacted, when he hugged you, when he shook your hand, when he played cards, when he told jokes, he did it with this, as if he was treasuring every single moment, knowing that time was so valuable. On the other end of the spectrum, you know, most of us do have a lot of years left. I mean, the average person lives to be 77 years old. I believe, in fact, I believe I'm, I'm, The average person now lives to be 79 years old. Gerontology has increased over the last few years with the health advances. We have actually increased life expectancy to 79 years old. So most of us will live to be older. And so to say, well, if I only had a year to live, yeah, it's a hyperbolic statement. However, I think as far as our personal efficacy in treasuring the fact that time is limited will put us into a better state when we are interacting with others as well as when we 're working on things now comes because we 're living to be seventy nine the demands of the day most people have mortgages that they 're paying for they 're paying for their car payments they 're paying for kids college education or paying for even kids high school education. We pay for many, many different things. We have to eat. We have to pay utility bills in order to keep the lights on and to keep the the gas running in our house. There are things that we have to pay for that require money, currency. And so there is this constant demand on our time to make money. But what's happened is, especially in capitalistic society, we value money. We put money as a top value and a top priority. And so we exchange more and more and more time for the purpose of making more money. But I have to ask, where's the balance? And for all of us, we have to be constantly asking, what is the balance? So I'd like to just do a really quick lesson on why you get paid. Why do people pay you for your time? I'm going to Give you a short answer to this. You get paid in the marketplace for bringing value. It's not for time. People will pay you for time for the value that you bring to their organization. So if you're on salary, or even everybody's working pseudo commission, but you are, if you're on a salary, what they're doing is they're saying, we're going to pay you X amount. So you come here eight to 10 hours a day to bring value to the marketplace, so we, as an organization, can make more money. The more value you bring to the organization, meaning the more business you bring in, the better you take care of customers, the more secondary, third, fourth, sales, customer retention, customer loyalty, if you help with those things, and you do that at a higher, more effective clip, guess what? They'll give you a raise, meaning more guaranteed payment for you in the form of salary or an hourly wage. If you're hourly wage, they're saying your time is worth, for instance, $25 an hour. If you're paid $25 an hour, you are exchanging your hour in value to the organization for $25, and you agree to that. That's how it works in capitalism. So is it possible to have more money and increase your quote-unquote free time? Is it possible to have the best of both worlds where you have an abundance of money and an abundance of time? And I will tell you unequivocally, the answer is yes, but how do you do that? You do that by bringing more value to the marketplace and also by not impeding your ability to make money, by simply exchanging your time for money. Because money in the marketplace does not care about time. It cares about value. And that's why some people can become quote unquote rich overnight. Now, everybody who knows people who've become quote unquote rich overnight knows that they spent maybe eight years building up value in order for that one night for them to make an abundance of sales so that they could have more money, so they paid their time forward in order to become rich overnight. But here's, here's what you have got to do. If you want to have more time and more money, you have got to constantly use your mind, which is one of the greatest tools in the marketplace, is your mind and collecting more ideas and being able to take those ideas and crystallize them in a way that brings more value to the marketplace. So you could come up with ideas that turn into a product or service that you release to the marketplace that people will literally spend tens of thousands of dollars for. Or maybe you come up with a product or service that you sell for $10, but tens of thousands of people purchase that product at $10. What is that? You could sell literally a thousand products in an hour at $10. So what is that hour worth? You could be doing something else, having an abundance of time while that that hour is, people are spending that hour buying your product and service that at that point in time, you're not doing anything with. So there are more ways in especially capitalistic society that you can make money than you could truly shake a stick at. But the key is that you come up with the ideas. You come up with the plan, the strategies. You come up with the production, the communication in order to release a product or service to the marketplace that people will want to purchase. That is how... In a capitalistic society, you can have more money and more time. There are people who literally work four hours a week. And what I mean by that is hard, rigorous work four hours a week. And they have teams that are built around them that do the quote-unquote legwork, the hourly labors, in order to take their product, and service into the marketplace, and they exchange their money for the value that that product or service brings, and that business owner is the one who gets the lion's share of those sales. People are doing this day in and day out, and there's nobody in a capitalistic society that does not have the ability to do the same. Now, is time more valuable than money? As far as the research shows, unequivocally, yes, time is more valuable than money. However, in order to increase the times that you have, because here's what's really important. It's something I talk about with my family, is what is it that we will remember at the end of our lives? It's the times And what I mean by times is circumscribed times, experiences, vacations, holidays, events that we go to together, that we enjoy those times together. What the research has shown is money produces more times and more ability for us to have more times and greater experiences together. So it is my personal recommendation that each of you find a way without exchanging a ridiculous amount of time find ways use your brain use ideas ask questions put take some risks to try to exchange value for more money not more time for more money more value For more money. Another way to increase money is to personally develop. Get more, become more educated. Read more books. Listen to more podcasts. Talk to more experts. Ask more questions. Simply add value to yourself and then add value to others, and you will see an increase in value value, and you'll see an increase in money as a result of an increase in value. So I know that's covering a lot, and it's kind of a broad topic, but I just want you to remember that you get paid in the marketplace for bringing value to the marketplace. And part of our job is to inform the marketplace of how our product and service brings value. And if you can do that, and you get people to agree to that, and they will exchange currency, value, money, to you for the value you bring in a product or service, you can save time and make a lot more money. It's very simplistic in its nature, but we complicate it and you are taught from the time that you're a little kid that you're going to have to go get a job and you're going to have to exchange your time for money and it's just not the case. When you exchange your time, you are saying my hour value to the marketplace is whatever you agree to with your boss or with the organization you work for. So keep this stuff in mind. Explore it a little bit more. Don't exchange time for money. Exchange value for money. Hope this was beneficial to you today. And I can't wait to talk to you next time on the HBK High Performance Podcast. Be sure to take immediate action on the ideas that compelled you from today's podcast.